0: Goeiemorgen en amal wat veroogend hier in die Eredienst is. Heer is so welkom. You are welcome in the church this morning. And may God meet you and bless you. Stand on the pulpit with me this morning. We are so privileged to have Reverend Andre with us once again. Andre, jy is geen vreemdeling in Jerusalem nie. Jy is deel van die familie al. En het geef ons een warm hartklop om vir te verwelkom as die lief vir ons die dankie
1: Goeiemorgen, good morning Let's start with the commencing word the anfangs word uit Johannes 1 Die ware licht wat elke mens verlig was aan die kom naar die wereld toe. Hij was in die wereld. Die wereld het dierom tot stand gekomen. En toch het die wereld om nie erkennie. Hy het na sy eiendom eind, toe gekom. En toch is sy eie mens om nie aangeneem nie. Maar een allemaal wat om aangeneem het, die wat een om gloed het die recht gegee om kennis van God te word. The one who is the true light. Who gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He came into the very world he created, but the world didn't recognize him. He came to his own people, and even they rejected him. But to all who believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. van, die Sien van die Heere. Gemeente, genade en vrede vir jullie allemaal van God die Vader en die Heer Jezus Christus sy zien en mag dit na jullie toekom die die werking van die Gees. Amen. Ek gaan niet vooral het Ellen niet voor in om van sy gedicht te lees.
0: Heers na gebed, Heer C. Louis Leipen, bedaar Heer, Die toch wat totaal, die een en bier wil opreis, as ik vind vriend niet meer tot vriendenwerk gezin, een maat van ouds niet meer, mijn trouwe maat. Skenk mij die kracht om wat ook wisselen koin, die jaren dier als mens getrouwt te blij, en zonder trots, en zonder eichelarij, my plig te doen voordat mijn dag verdwijnt. Leen my die kennis wat my spoor tot klim uit oor die kranse van ontwetendheid, so dat die skepsel tot die diens die licht kan raak zie waar die waarheid glim. Niet om verwaan te spog met wat ik win, nog om verwend mijn kennis voor te stel als iets al wetens, maar op ik bevel en om wat die gegeer te ontgin. Die last van jare ouderdoms verdriet, die kers wat uitbrand tot die blakerblik, skenk my geduld om dit te dra, verkoek dier waar die tyd wat voorleid nog kan bied. Voor dadelijkse arbeid gin my hoop en lis, die oeses geil en al te kort die tyd, gesiel my in die goeder om voor te werk, totdat die dood my sis Ek smeek U Heer om hulp dat ek behou die woners skat my te bedelen as kind dat ek wat ek op U wêreld vind weer kaatsing van U schoen skoon aanskaaf
1: Die adventskrans. Die aansteek van die adventskrans is een aan die begin van die eredienst. Die kersen van die Adventskraans herinner ons aan God se voorbidding vir die komst van sy naar na die wereld. Die eerste kers brand alreeds as herinnering van die hoop wat Jesus bring. Die tweede kers word aangesteek ter herinnering aan die vrede wat Jesus bring. Advent. The lighting of the Advent is a focal point at the start of the service. The candles of Advent remind us of God's preparation for the coming of His Son into the world. The first candle is already burning in memory of the hope we have in Jesus. The second candle is lit in memory of the peace we experience for knowing Jesus. We light the second Advent candle of peace.
2: was born on Christmas Day. While shepherds watched their flocks by night and see a bright new shining star. And hear a choir from heaven sing, the music seemed to come from afar. Hark, now hear the angels sing, a new king born today and man will love forevermore because of christmas day now joseph and his wife mary came to bethlehem that night they found no place to bear a child not a single room was inside Hark now, hear the angels sing, New King born today, And man will live forevermore Because of Christmas Day. By and by they found a little in a stable all forlorn and in a manger cold and dark mary's little boy was born hark now hear the angels sing the new king born today and man will of Christmas days, trumpets sound and angels sing. Listen to what they say that man will live forevermore because of.
1: The scripture that we're gonna read from this morning comes from Romans 15 verse 4 to 13 Romeine 15 verse 4 to 13 Kom ons maak ons oor toe ons bid to die Heere Dankie Heere dat ons in alle tyde in alle omstandighede Weet, Heere, dat die teenwoordig is. Heere, selfs in tye soos hierdie, wanneer ons min in die kerk is, Heere, weet ons dat ander teenwoordig is, Heere, door te kyk online, Heere. Vader, ons bid vir die kerk, die kerk wat ook geraak word hierdie tye. Heere, ons bid vir die christenne, in hierdie tyd, Heere, waar ons kerk, net soos enige ander instantie, dier die moeilike tyd gaan, Heere, dat die vir ons sal help as christen om een nieuwe manier te vindt, thank you lord that we can pray to you even in this circumstances which is very difficult for the congregations to come together to still be church and the body of christ where it might be even more on street on on the street lord that we can still live your love be your hands your feet your mouth to the world out there lord we ask it in jesus name Amen. Romeine 15 vers 4 tot 13 Ons moet leer uit wat al lang, lang gelede reeds in die skrif opgeteken is. Die standvastigheid en die bemoediging by die skrif van ons gee. Help ons om aan ons toekomstverwachting te blijven vasthouden. Maar God, wat die bron is van standvastigheid en bemoediging, jy help om volkomaar harmonie met mekaar te lewe. Elke met die gesintheid van Christus, toen jullie medegeloofig dan sal jullie allemaal in een wonderlijke eenheid van gees en uit een mond die lof toebring aan God, die Vader van Heer Jesus Christus ons Heere. An, anvaar mekaar dan, soos Christus jylle ook zal, het, zal so jullie God verheerlik. Denk daarin dat Christus vir jode dienst naar geword het, om te bewys dat God getrouw bly aan die beloftes wat Hij aan die voorhouders gemaakt het. Hy het ook gekom zodat so die nie-Joodse God kan verheerlik op grond van zijn ontverming teenoor hulle. Dis soos die skrif sê, ek sal die loof onder die nie-Joodse naties, ek sal tot eer van die naam een lof besalm sing. Op een ander plek staan, juig nie-Joodse naties, dis met die Heere, volk, en weer prijs die, prijs die Heere alle nie-Joodse nasies, Loof alle volken. En Jesaja sê op sy beerd, die erfgenaam van Davidse troon zal naar voren komen en hij zal die Heerskapie oor die Nie-Joodse nasies oorneem. Op hom sal die Nie-Joodse nasies hulle Ik Ek bid dat die God wat aan ons toekomstverwachting geeft, die die geloof jylle levens met blijdskap en vrede zal vul. Ja, mag jylle levens tot oorloop die vol verwachting word, die die krachtige werken van die Heilige Gees. And from Romans 15, Such things were written in the Scriptures long ago to teach us, and the Scriptures give us hope and encouragement as we wait patiently for God's promises to be fulfilled. May God, who gives His patience and encouragement, help you live in complete harmony with each other, as it is fitting for followers of Jesus Christ. Then all of you can join together with one voice, giving praise and glory to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, accept each other, just as Christ has accepted you, so that God will be given glory. And remember that Christ came as servant to the Jews, to show that God is true to the promises he made to the ancestors. He also came so that Gentiles might give glory to God for his mercies. To them, that is what the psalmist meant when he wrote, For this I will praise you among the Gentiles. I will sing praises to your name. And in another place is written, Rejoice with his people, you Gentiles. And yet again, Praise the Lord, all you Gentiles. Praise him, all the people of the earth. And in another place, Isaiah said, The heir to David's throne will come, and he will rule over the Gentiles. They will place their hope on him. I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit and this is how far we read in the scriptures I think the question that you will have is so why is this an advent text why would, why would I preach from this text in advent time The answer is that it's about the preparation for the Lord's return to earth. It's about the preparation. The second coming is only a great hope for those who are ready for his return. The Bible tells us that Christ will come again and he will come to come and come for his bride, the church on earth. And the bride must be ready. So I think also while we. While we in this time we stand between, uh, b- uh, we, we we stand between the, the first coming, winning which we which we are gonna, which we gonna we have it uh, during Christmas time we gonna uh, uh, remember, and also we stand between the second coming when he will come to fetch his earth uh, his his church on earth, and I think this is what we what we preach about to be ready. As the bride will be. For the bridegroom. I think this is one of the scriptures or maybe one of the uh, part of the Bible that we don't preach that much about thinking about that Christ will come again and that we must be ready. That we must be sanctified. That we must be full of the glory that God wants us to have when He comes to fetch us. The Bible says that He will come and that we must have a wide rope, meaning that we must be and that we must be glorifying to God when He comes. What did emphasize that we should orient our lives to look up to where Christ is seated on the right hand of God? I mean, if you look at what Stephen did when he was going to die, he was looking up and he said to the other people that was was basically uh, trying to kill him, stoning him, he said, I see the, the Son of God sitting at the right, uh, right hand of His Father. I think it must have been a view to see that, but the Bible tells us that we must orient our lives also to think in this time of Advent as a time of preparation for the coming, the second coming of God. And we must fix our, fix our hope upon His return. And when we talk about hope, as that was the first, the first uh, uh, Advent sermon, sermon they spoke about hope, if we speak about hope, it's not the kind of hope that we know as, as people, the kind of hope that we know is as unknown, as uncertain. While we talk in the Bible, we talk of hope, we say it's a certainty. If God said that He will return, we can take His word for that. And if God said that we must be sanctified, we must be changed when He comes to find us, He must be the bride, the bride that are ready to meet the bridegroom. He means that we must be ready. We can't just think that it's, not, it's there for, in the Bible for nothing. He wants us to prepare for His return. If we fix our gaze on, the f- on God, on Jesus sitting at the right hand of God, and if we orient our life towards re- uh, pre- preparation for that, there will be a great transformation that will, be, that will be coming in our own lives. And this transformation is not always that we have done or ha- we have, have made to come in our lives. It's something that God has also uh, made possible in our lives I always say that God wants us to be willing and then he will do the most in our lives we shall be pure even as he is pure the orient of our faith must turn to what we will become The thing is what we need to understand in this in this scripture is that God wants us as Christians to do what we do in the meantime the question is what do we do in the meantime between the first coming and the second coming what are we doing that ons moet word soos hy wil ons moet wees in Paulus kom en beskryf dat die christenen met elkaar moet omgaan in die gedeelte. Hy wil zeggen dat christenen moet die eenheid he, must be a unity. there must be harmony. Hy sê dit is en hy doen twee gebede in die tekst gedeelte en hy sê, een gebed bid hy dat die hier dit van die mensen moendlik zal maken. Hy sê, ik bid dat God wat die bron is van standvastigheid en beboediging, hy sal help om volkomen in harmonie met elkaar saam te leven. ons weet, dat harmonie niet altijd zo so makkelijk is. Ek dink baie keer vandag, als ons nou hier in die COVID-tijdperk is, dat het zelfs nog moeilijker is. Want die tijdperk het ons gestroop van baie goed. Soos iemand sê, dit is eindelike tijdperk van van baie klein traumas wat ons doorgaan. Van goed wat afgesteld is, wat ons wou gedoen het. Van beplanning wat ons gehad het, van tye wat ons nie by mense kon gewees het nie, wat gesterf het, wat alleen moest gesterf het, wat ons nie geleerd het gehad, om hulle af te sien nie. Dat beplanning wat ons gehad het, om misschien te trouw, uitgestam moest gewees het in die tijdperk. Dat ons nie weet wat morgen gaan gebeur nie, want net zowel so kunnen kan hulle weer sê, maar alles moet toegesluit word. Ons moet nie meer buiten gaan nie. It's a time that makes it even more difficult because we are feeling irritated, which makes it more difficult for us to communicate and to be with brothers and sisters in Christ. Mense is geirriteerd. Ons sien dat die huwelike gaan het nie goed. Nie. Ons sien dat verhoudings nie goed gaan. Ons sien dat mense al meer draai na ander antwoorde, na dwellings, na drank. En dan sê die Heerus, vir ons stelst, middel van hierdie tyd dat hy sê, ek wil hee dat weer bezig moet wees om gereed te maak, want ik kom weer. Want hy sê, hoe moet ons wees as ons die hemel sal binne gaan? Ons moet wees soos God ons wil sien, sywer gerein met die wit kleed En hierdie teelgedeelte sê hy ook, en kom Paulus, en hy sê, die lichaam van die gelovige sal saam worden word in liefde, perfect volgens Godse beplanning voor die mens doen, in die herskepteskeping. Want ons weer dat die sonde gekom het, en dat dit wat God veel volmaak geskap het, die die sonde, dat die sonde betlat is, dat God kom en sê, maar hij wil dit weer hee, dit moet herskepte word, dit moet recht voor vir die herskepteskeping, so zodat hy kan komen hy praat in Jesaja, hy sê, hy sê swaarde sal verander word in ploegskare spiese in snoe Mensen mense sal nie opgeleid word om oorlog te maak nie, zal sal hom ken van die minste tot die grootste so dit moet die model, model wees van die hier en die nou die koninkryk van God is nie vir die toekomst nie dis nou, dis nou reeds daar wie Jesus gesterf het toe je opgeneem is, toe je na die vader toe is, het hy reeds die koninkryk laat kom. Dat hy vir ons sê, in, in hierdie tijd ook, dat ons al reeds sal lewe, asof ons in die hemel is, of onze in die kunnen koninkryk is. Dat ons leef, die kerk moet leef afwachten. Ons moet leef afwachten, niet net soos baie keer met kinders is, hulle kan niet wacht om die pakjes onder die kerstboom oop te maken want hulle is so neskierig oor wat in daar geskenke is. En hulle hoop dat ma, mama of papa nou precies gekoop het wat hulle voorgezet om te wil hee. En dan, as die oogend aanbrekenlik kan die pakkies oopmaken, is hulle so opgewonde. Daar is een groot afwachting. There is anticipation. And God wants us to be just the same as that about the second coming of Christ. The bride to be. Ek dink aan die dienstnig wat die Heere man, een paar tekste in die Bijbel wat ons sê, wat gebeur met die kerk terwyl Christus weer moet kom? Dan, dan gebruik hy gelijkenis en hy gebruik beelde, die af daarvan het ek reeds gesê, hy sê, maar die kerk is soos die breid van Christus, wat die breide gaan kom wat gereed moet wees. Hij zei ook dat die dienstmeisies moet, moet olie in de lampen liggen, want het weet niet wanneer het gaan gebeur nie. En hy sê ook, en dan praat hij van die dienstnegestalte, dan zei, maar die die einaar het weggegaan voor een lang tyd op een bezigheidsreis hoe sê hy vir sy een dienstnig, ek plaas jou in beheer van alles, jij moet naar die ander dienstnachten te kyk. En onverwachts kom hy terug, en vind uit dat die dienstnacht wat in beheer geplaatst was, het nie gedoen wat hij gesê hij heeft Hy het die ander voor eindelijk weer en dan zei hy je is sy slecht dienstnig jou gaan weg. En dan die ander beeld wat hy zei maar die die, die, die een het weggegaan, en het vir elke dat hij hy seker hoeveelheid talenten gegeen, hy praat van geld, maar die, die betekenis is ook dat hy elke en die, die verskillende die moendlikhede gegeet om te werk in sy krijgen. en dan sê hy vir hulle hier is vir julle elke en soveel soos ek dink julle kan hanteer en as ek terugkom, soek ek rente daar alles is die gedachte van dienstnecht, en hy verwacht dat ons daarmee sal werkt hier is sê, de loorde stelling is dat he plaist us in charge of each other And of ourselves during this time to make a difference. If the Lord would return, the question that I would ask this morning if the Lord would return today, how will he find his church? I think that's the question that we need to ask if we look at the scripture. How will he find his church? And we know that the Bible says that his return will be unexpected. How will he find the people of the church, the members? How will he find the body of Christ? Ready? In anticipation, waiting? We know that church is made up of different people. Even as we sit this morning where there's not many people sitting here in this congregation... As other people watch online, would watch online later. We are different. Ne- it was never said that it was easy to be there for each other. There's a nice word that I like. It says long suffering. It says everything. Sometimes, as Christians, we need to be in long suffering for each other and also for ourselves. Because people in essence are not easy because in a church we'll have conservative and liberal christians we'll have traditional non-traditional ch- uh, christians we have the the the, the liberal ch- uh, Christian that will say i've got freedom of faith i can do anything that i like because i was set free by christ where the conservative christian will say no and then he says to say to us that the liberal just Christians should then think before they do. In the scripture, before this part that we read, here, they were talking this congregation about eating meat that was offered to 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 uh, worship um, other gods, which is not God. And the people said, "But it won't affect us because we are Christians." While the others would say, "No, we can't do that." And then in essence he's saying that if you have the liberty to do anything that you feel you can as Christian, think before you do, if you might make, you cause a stumbling block for the other Christian in the congregation. People take take the Bible just as it is. there. Is Everything is exactly on the same path. If it's the truth and if it's... if. No, I'm not saying it's not the truth, but as it, if it's the same kind of scripture, as if Christ has said it, while other will say no. We've got letters, we've got stories, so it's not on the same path And then again, I'm saying, if you believe that it's not on the same par, but be very, very careful what you say towards the other person that might believe that you might, because you might be a stumbling block to that person there's different things that people don't do or don't like in church some people like it that there's an organ playing some people don't like the organ some people would like to have CDs playing before the service, some people don't some people don't mind women being on the the church uh, board other people don't, they say women should not be uh, teaching in the church and we sit here and that's exactly who we are and that's what God said we need sometimes we need long suffering because it goes it's all about the unity of Christ it's all about the harmony harmony that's it's all about what's happening in the church there's some people that are still babes in Christ they need to still eat the milk they need to start with the, the very basic things of Scripture. Then there's adult Christians that are on solid food. And then again, patience, or need, need, lovers need to patiently guide that per, that person. Christians must, must overcome their prejudice against race, gender. There's so many things that can be a stumbling block. That can be the cause of... This unity in the church. Then we can go ahead and say, there's introverts, there's extroverts. And we sit here in the church together. And God says, he wants to see the Christians as the body of Christ. And then we can continue to say, even out there, when we go out in the streets, the church of God is there. There's different denominations. At one point, our church, or the church before, we call this Brixen Church, it was an here church, was part of the other church, the the church, because they said, if we can fight together in the war, we can preach together. That didn't last long. Because they broke up after that again. There's so much things that cause the Christians to drift apart and God says how will he find his church when he returns he's asking in this scripture not about toleration because to tolerate is different from acceptance of, of long suffering of love in long suffering of mutual accepting each other dit is anders om te sê, ek het jou rechtig lief, as my broer of zuster. as wat het is, ek sien jou in die kerk, en ek verdraai jou, maar is ook al. Hoe is dit moendlik? Waar kom die ondersteuning vandaan vir ons om te bereik, wat die here vir ons vra in die geduld? Hy sê, hy bid het, sê Paulus, hy sê, hy sê dit, kom, dit kom van die skrif af, dit kom van God of Mag God die bron wees, die bron van standvastigheid en bemoediging jullie help om volkomen harmonie met mekaar te lewe. God is the, is, the, is, the, is, the, is the starting point, is the essence where we get our, 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 our standing together and our, and our encouragement from. He prayed and also he says, it also comes from scripture. The Holy Spirit will work it in the congregation, and we can read it from scripture all the time. It's it's about harmony that God wants to gain. Because in harmony, it's it's easier to, to develop to the point where God says that you are my image as I created. as ons die beeld mag gebruik om te sê, als die, as die persoon is wat die, wat die standbeeld maak, en hy het die stuk marmer wat voor hom staan, en hij begin met die buitel in die te kap om al die goed wat niet deel van die standbeeld is nie, kap hy so weg totdat je standbeeld daar is. Soos die een gesê, hy kap alles weg wat niet die standbeeld is, want hy sien al reeds die standbeeld in hy blok maar Zo so moet ons letterlijk ook mekaar help en mekaar bystaan om die beeld van God wat hij daar wil heeft, te laat waar wordt in de gemeente van Christus. Hy het zelfs de dienst neergevoerd, de zien van God, zodat so die gelovigers van die tijd, dat hulle kan, wordt wie hy wil hebben, element weers. Hij heeft hem zelfs ondergeskulpt gesteld. Dan zei ik voor ons, waar dat liefde dan met weers, dat ons onszelf dat ons ons, self, met ons ons self ondergeskik stel, en hy sê, jy moet jezelf tweede stel, waar het gaan, in die gemeente, want ons weet, is baie keer moeilik, ons leef in een tijdperk, waar die ek so belangrijk is, dan kom die hier en sê jy, sê, jy sê, jy moet jou ek, een die kant toe skyf, het gaan oor jy, het gaan oor jy, spirit of unity that the church acquire will enable all to glorify God. Ek wil virad dat Margaret net vir ons die stikkie video wees van Flash Mob, alsjeblieft. what i was trying to say this morning when they started playing each instrument they were doing their own thing but it wasn't it wasn't really there yet and then all of a sudden when they came together it was this beautiful song that they played, and the people were excited and what god tells us that we are like instruments if we play on each we play on our own there's something it's it's beautiful but when it comes to the point where we form a harmony, we harmonize goodness like this people coming together. We know that they must have practiced a long time to do that. But they came together. It was even it's even possible nowadays to be online and to form a whole a symphony orchestra and play songs. But I'm saying this is what God wants us to to be a beautiful song to him then there's another part that I want to lift out in the scripture where he says there in, in verse 13, I bid dat God wat aan ons a toekomstverwachting geer die die geloof hele levens met blijdskap en vrede sal then Paul come again and, and, he, and he pray for peace and joy and it, it seems like a, a, a jump here, why is this why is this jump here from the one where he's talking about what we we should do. But he says that if the Christian live in harmony together, if a Christian care more for the brother than himself, care more for the for the growth of the brother than himself, and while each other care for the other one, it, it gives a place for growth towards what God wants us to be. In hierdie omgeving waar ons ons daarop toespits om te sê, maar ek gee om vir my, vir my broer en my sister. Is daar die geleentheid om te groei, om dit te word wat God wil heen. En dan sal daar vrede wees. Want ons kyk in handelinge, as ons gaan kyk na die tekst in handelinge, dan daar is de gemeente gekom, Dat hy sê, en die gemeente het met mekaar gedeel en the congregation share with each other. And they went from house to house and they eat together. And there was none of them that had too much or too little. Because they were sharing. And he said, and God put people in that congregation every day. God had eigenlijk bijgevoegd elke dag. Omdat die omgeving van zo so hard was, dat die mensen daar wel geweest. Want dat het gezien dat die lichaam van Christus daar bijzelf was om te werk. Hier sê vir ons as ons in harmonie met mekaar saamleef dan gaan dit by die punt kom dat ons daai orkest is soos ons daag gesien het wat die mensen op hierdie besige ligghawe tot stilstand kom om te sê wat gaan hier aan? Wat gaan hier? Maar nie net in die gemeente nie maar daar waar jy op die straat is as die gemeente lid as die, as die lichaam die van Christus deel van die lichaam van Christus dat jy so sal lewe dat die mensen sal sê wat gaan hier aan? Daar zal vir ons vreeg te wees, omdat ons een vrede onder mekaar het. Want ons is nie bezig om ons eie belang na te heen. Daar sal vreeg te wees omdat ons gehoorzaam is in dit wat God vir ons gesê het, om op die pad van groei te wees. Ons zal nie skuldig voel, omdat ons denk, maar ons het teruggevallen. Jy weet, baie keer praat ons als christen met mekaar en sê, hoe gaan dit met jou geestelike lewe? Vra ons nog die vraag. Ons is voorzichtig nie. Ek vraag my kinders nou die dag die vraag. Ek was geskok om te hoor, my dochter sê, dat sy te bezig is. My sê en nee, sê hij hy, hy moet aan werk, want hy, 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 hy is nie so betrokken by die, die Heere op die oor. Maar vraag ons die vraag, of ons gee ons die geleentheid van mekaar om, om te kan groeien na dit wat God wil hee ons moet wees, om die breid, omdat hy die breid kom hier op arm te vind wat, wat recht is met haar, met haar prachtige breidskleren om die breide grond te ontmoet. Als ons die geleentheid scheep vir mekaar, sal daar vrede en vreegte wees. Zal daar vrede ons eie hart wees, want ik is getrouw, ek is, getrou, ek is dit wat God vir my vraagt. There will be peace because I am where God wants me to be. I'm busy with what God wants me to be busy with. Paul said that we won't be able to change ourselves completely to be perfect as God wants us to be perfect. But he He will change us at that moment with God return to be perfect. But we must be on our way to grow to that point, to be perfect. We must be willing to grow want as alleen, as jy gehoorzaam aan God is, is wanneer die vreugde en die vrede daar kan wees. Alleen wanneer die gemeente in harmonie met mekaar saamleef, dat hulle lied vrede is, dat daar vreugde en vrede sal wees. Ons is geestelike weesens en een fysische lichaam, want ons is na die beeld van God geskaad. Dan denk ons baie keer aan die beeld van God is ons eitelike zichtbare self, maar baie min aan die spirituele deel daarvan, aan die geestelike deel daarvan. We are spirit like God is spirit. We are spiritual beings in a physical body. And only if we are who we want, we supposed to be, if we are what we supposed to do, busy with what we supposed to do, we will have peace and joy. sluit af met de aanhaling van Immanuel Kant: Vrede is niet die stilte wat komt wanneer die oorlog voorbij is. Nie. Vrede is die gevoel van broederschap wat ons verhoudt om oorlog te beginnen. Peace is not the silence that comes after the war is over. Peace is the feeling of brothership that stops us from making war. We gaan laat Andries naar die slotlied van ons doen, de closing hymn. lied 365. 6, 5, die blije engele lied, haak the Herald, angels sing,
2: And sinners reconciled. Joyful all ye nations rise, join the triumph of the skies, earth angelic host proclaim Christ is born in Bethlehem.
1: parting blessing i'm going to read verse 13 i pray that god the source of hope will fill you completely with the joy and peace because you trust in him then you will overflow with confidence hope through the power of the holy spirit amen